0: Welcome to episode 320 of Live Happy Now. Stress and anxiety is something we're all familiar with, but what if some of that was actually inherited? I'm your host, Paula Phelps, and today's guest, Dr. Valerie Raine, has used the science of epigenetics to discover how stress and trauma from previous generations is affecting us today. Her book, Patriarchy Stress Disorder, The Invisible Inner Barrier to Women's Happiness and Fulfillment, looks at the research behind this reality, and provides tools for identifying and managing intergenerational stress. Today, she's here to talk about how this works in our lives and how we can identify and overcome it. Valerie, welcome to Live Happy Now. I am so happy to be here, Paula. This is something brand new we have not talked about before, and you pretty much have discovered this and are creating our solutions for it. Can you tell us what patriarchy stress disorder is and
1: why we're just now learning about it? Yes. Women have been oppressed for thousands of years under patriarchy. Our bodies did not belong to us. We didn't have legal rights over our children over our own decisions we couldn't make our own money we couldn't love who we loved or we couldn't get a divorce etc cetera, etc cetera. oppression is traumatic and now we know from the field of epigenetics that trauma is genetically transmitted so that laid the foundation for my discovery of patriarchy stress disorder which is intergenerational collective trauma that creates an invisible inner barrier to women's ultimate success, happiness, and fulfillment.
0: And how did you start doing work in this area and discover this?
1: It probably began when I was a little girl and I kept getting messages that something was wrong with me. Don't talk so loud. People don't like that. (laughs) Or don't act so smart. No one would want to marry you. I went down the road of studying psychology. What else (laughs) would I study to help me figure that out? And after two graduate degrees, I thought I really had it all. I had everything I had worked so hard for. I loved my work. I had a thriving private practice. I had a beautiful home, was married to a beautiful, wonderful human and uh, had a wonderful daughter. And one day when I was on the phone with a client, the left side of my body went offline and I landed in the ER where after scanning me up and down for hours, they gave me the diagnosis of quote unquote, just stress. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and that was very puzzling because I actually did not feel stressed, Paula. I felt exactly the way I felt probably for my whole life. I felt normal. I felt like me. And so that was a wake-up moment to consider, wow, how come I've been carrying so much stress in my system enough to disconnect the left side of my body and not even realizing that So that was one question. And another was, while I was there arresting in the ER, that security blanket of stress was melting off. I wasn't working all the time. I wasn't distracted. And what was underneath was that eternal question, what's wrong with me? That was alive and well. Despite all my accomplishments, despite years in therapy, having read heaps of self-help books attended tons of seminars workshops being certified as a yoga and mindfulness teacher everything and it was a very despairing moment because i did not know what else to do and what gave me hope was that my clients were actually shifting out of that state of disconnection and into the fullness of their lives so naturally <laughs> i was doing something for them that i wasn't doing something for me that i wasn't doing that same thing for me and It turned out with all of my clients, I was using trauma healing tools, mind-body trauma healing tools. And I wasn't doing it for me because I didn't think I had any trauma. And that was that light bulb moment where looking at the history of women's oppression and intergenerational transmission of trauma. That download of PSD came in and it really changed absolutely everything. It finally gave me the answer to the question of what's wrong with me? And the answer was nothing. There's nothing wrong with me or my clients or any other woman or a person across the gender spectrum for that matter. We're all affected by invisible traumas and we've inherited the bulk of that. There is nothing to fix, but there is something to heal.
0: That's I love that, nothing to fix, but something to heal, because mm-hmm. I do know a lot of women who will say like I'm not traumatized or I've worked through my trauma, yeah, I have a nagging feeling of something's amiss, and exactly you know when you bring in the epigenetics, I know within my own family, my mom and all her sisters had terrible anxiety. And Mm -hmm. all of my siblings have terrible anxiety and I've battled with it myself. And so I've often wondered, like, is that genetic or is this a learned response to life that Mm -hmm. we create? As you look at your research, you really show that this is something that we are passing along. We are. And
1: it makes a lot of sense. There is this study that they did on mice where they introduced the smell of cherry blossoms, to them while simultaneously zapping their feet with mild electric shocks. Then they bred the mice and their children and their grandchildren, when exposed to the smell of cherry blossoms, showed a strong fear and anxiety reaction. That's incredible. And that is our survival adaptation. That is how it works. When we get traumatized in one generation, one generation of women learns it's not safe to speak my mind, the next generation inherits that adaptation. And the adaptation may show up as the inner critic saying to you every time you are about to state your opinion, saying, oh, you have nothing important to say. Who do you think you are? Who would want to listen to you? Or maybe you have a public speaking opportunity. And then something's off with your throat, right? The day off. Or self-sabotage comes up when you are looking at a big opportunity and all of a sudden, instead of submitting that proposal, you are doing, quote unquote, social media research for hours and finding (laughs) yourself, you know, staring into the freezer with a carton of haagen in your hand and a spoon in the other. And none of these are our fault or a character flaw. It's important to recognize that these protective mechanisms have been inherited generations and generations before, they have developed to keep us safe. It's survival of the anxious, right? When we're in a state of anxiety, our nervous system, our brain is tracking all the stimuli, all the potential threats in the environment. Because if only we worry enough, nothing bad will ever happen, right? (laughs) and it's not about you know blaming ourselves it's not about trying to fix it it's about healing the underlying trauma which also we understand from science that not only traumatic experiences are genetically transmitted or that trauma through genetic expression but also healing also healing so by tending To how trauma is showing up in our lives and liberating ourselves to our happiest, most fulfilled, most abundant, most authentically expressed lives. We're doing it for everyone around us. We are communicating that it is safe, it is possible, and it's really not rocket science. And
0: when you look at it in that perspective, you're doing it not just for yourself, but for your children and your
1: grandchildren. You're changing that narrative genetically. Genetic narrative. I love the way you put it. That's absolutely what's happening. And it's happening fast. And for those who are parents, I want to say it's not too late. It's never too late. Parents, grandparents, we have women in our community who tell us all the time, actually, all of them notice big changes in their existing families. Their kids, their behavior transforms, how they relate to themselves, how they see themselves, what's possible for them, how they express themselves. Everything transforms. Their relationship with their partners transform. And this happens through their own rewiring of their nervous system, where it feels safer and safer for them to show up as who they truly are, be happy, be relaxed, And when they are relaxed and happy, that has the ripple effect on everybody else.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, with the pandemic, boy, it really did trigger a spike in emotional and mental health Ooh. downfall. And, you know, there is an increase in substance use and more relationship problems. People burned out with work. I see a lot of people are just not going back to work. They're like, I want something different. So you say that women were hit especially hard by this. Can you explain why that is?
1: Yeah, there is so much intergenerational trauma that got triggered by the pandemic because our ancestors have experienced pandemics. They have experienced illnesses that had no cure and took their loved ones. They experienced shortages of food uh, and All of that got triggered. Remember the empty shelves in the stores where we couldn't get Mm -hmm. toilet paper? That was not rational thinking. That was that survival trauma adaptation, fight, flight, freeze response being triggered in people. And that showed up in these behaviors, but also it showed up through a huge load on our nervous systems For example, for women specifically, it triggered a lack of choice, a lack of choice, which has been the hallmark of patriarchal oppression for women. And during the pandemic, so many women found themselves in the situation of having no choice but to leave the workplace or to drastically change their whole lives so that they can take care of their kids, their their parents, everybody. And that trauma had, or the activation of that trauma had a ripple effect in creating the stress load on the nervous system that was far beyond what we were actually experiencing. And we are seeing that in the increased substance use, in relying on food, on alcohol, on weed, on medication for coping. And again, it's not our fault. We do need to cope when we are suffering. I just want to make it very, very clear. Let's take the guilt out of this and blaming ourselves for COVID X whatever teen (laughs) that we've put on. Just understand with a lot of compassion that it's really not you. What has been triggered is ancient and it's actually a great opportunity to take a look at it and heal and liberate ourselves going forward.
0: When even now that it's subsiding and things are opening up, a lot of women are still feeling really overwhelmed, Yes, hopeless. I mean, I see some people who are really thriving and others who are like, I don't know what's wrong, but they
1: just can't shake out of it. Absolutely. What's causing that? It's that the trauma has been activated, but not deactivated. So when we go into fight, flight, freeze response, we need to come back. We need to be able to return to deactivate the nervous system. Animals do it all the time. If an antelope plays dead when a lion attacks and the lion walks away, the antelope jumps up and shakes it out. She shakes it out, right? Or if animals run away, then they discharge the stress that way. So for us, we're trying to come down. Maybe by meditating, maybe by having some wine to relax, but the nervous system underneath is so charged and we need more tools to work with the nervous system, to discharge it effectively and ultimately heal what it is that underneath is creating that fight, flight, freeze response. Because that loop is what we need to address, not just looking at the tip of the iceberg. How do I come down?
0: Well, so how do they start doing that? Uh, yeah. That's a million dollar question, right?
1: Absolutely. So a great place to start is recognizing that it's not you. And then looking at when your nervous system goes into fight, flight, freeze, just recognizing the embodied signature. And maybe it's easier to recognize in your mind, maybe your mind starts spinning and you experience thoughts of worry or the inner critic, the imposter syndrome, all that stuff activates. Self-defeating thoughts, maybe these are depressive thoughts, and reminding yourself that thoughts are not facts and coming back to your body. If your body has charge, then moving to discharge, breathing deeply, shaking, jumping, right? If your body is feeling tired, right, underneath, laying down for a deep relaxation just for a few minutes, that goes a long way. Right? To just allow yourself to feel the pool of gravity, to feel, to allow your body to experience safety. Something that is important to understand is that to heal what's underneath, we need to work with the body directly. Working with the mind alone is not going to take us there, because the centers of the brain that get activated with the trauma response actually don't speak the language of words. So when we're trying to talk ourselves out of it, that's not effective. It's like when anybody tells you to calm down when you are (laughs) not calm, right? (laughs) (laughs) How well does that work? So why are we doing it to ourselves then? So, and working with the body, I have some tools that are in the book. They're actually available for a download on the website, a starter kit to start exploring how you can get in touch with the body directly, learn to speak the language of the body and meet your body where you are.
0: And what about fitness? What role does fitness play in helping Mm -hmm.
1: overcome? So fitness is very interesting. Of course, it is hugely taking care of your body in any way is hugely helpful sometimes because of psd even our fitness efforts are driven by self-hate versus self-care because we're trying to beat our body into compliance (laughs) with what i started calling patriarchy perfect right we are not allowed to age we're not allowed to put on weight beyond whatever patriarchy deems to be acceptable So that's also important to understand, am I approaching fitness and exercise as an act of self-care or is there self-hate present? And chances are there is some lack of acceptance. There is some self-hate presence. And again, it's not our fault. It's just creating more and more compassion around it. And it's easier in a community. Because it is a collective trauma. It does require collective healing. So when we are open and honest with each other, when we witness each other on this journey, it actually creates that additional safety. Just like this trauma was created in a community. And a lot of it is perpetrated, unfortunately, in, you know, among women. When Mm -hmm. I say patriarchy, I don't mean men are doing this. It's a system that has traumatized everyone across the gender spectrum, but differently. And women, unfortunately, perpetrated a lot because there is so much self-judgment in us and then we judge each other and we don't want to be doing that, but it's that vicious cycle. So when we're healing together, it's actually so effective because we're able then to have a different experience of other women loving on us and accepting us unconditionally and us loving on and accepting other women unconditionally. And there are so many layers of healing that we can unpack. I have a whole five-stage system that I talk about in my book, but the essential ingredients are creating safety, speaking the language of the body, working through the body, and being in a community of healing. This is what we find very effective in this work.
0: What does that look like for someone when they start healing and they start experiencing these changes? How does that manifest in their lives?
1: Oh, I love this question. And we are learning from our thrivers every day what's possible from Conditions like autoimmune, like fibromyalgia, like pain going away to them being able to step into more visibility and more power in their business. One of our thrivers shared that she has doubled her revenue for the fourth time now over the f- oh, wow. a few months, right, of working on healing on this journey. And she said that she realized what was not working for her before, which was that she was working so hard on trying to be less than who she really was. Just let that sink in, right? Working so hard on trying to be less than who she really was. And this is what PSD does. We're all working so hard not to shine too brightly, not to be in our power. This is what it's all about. Creating a life from your deepest desires, shifting from how much can I bear to how good can it get? And I think really what you do
0: with your book and with a thriving experience, which we're going to talk about next, is you give women the permission and kind of a roadmap to get rid of all the junk that's weighing them down. And like I said, a a roadmap to help them move forward and get out of there.
1: Yeah, a roadmap and tools to do that, because it's important that it's not just understanding what's going on. Knowing you are in prison doesn't set you free, (laughs) (laughs) but it's a necessary first step. And then there is a set of tools that do set you free.
0: So I know we have to let you go, but First, you must tell us about The Thriving Experience, because this is a free thing that women can sign up for and be part of. Can you tell us what that
1: is? Oh, it is an opportunity to be with women from all over the world and experience firsthand that there is truly nothing wrong with you, because you'll see that women, high-achieving women just like you, no matter where they grew up and what circumstances were in their personal lives... They experience the same stuff, the same thoughts, the same barriers, and not for the lack of trying to work through them. And during that experience, we actually collectively begin to shift from survival to thriving, from how much can I bear to how good can it get? And we're doing it as a community. It's so powerful. We have testimonials that we can't even keep up with how life-changing just that weekend experience has been. And it is free to attend, it will cost you your life as you know it, <laughs> life in prison. And it's not even an exaggeration. So do know that it's going to be disruptive, but in the most delightful and delicious ways. And the thrivingexperience.com is where you can learn more and sign up. That's wonderful.
0: Valerie, we are going to have a landing page that tells people how they can find your book, how they can learn more about you, follow you on social media, and how they can sign up and be part of the thriving experience. As we're letting you go, what is the one thing that you hope every woman takes away from listening to this podcast today?
1: There is nothing wrong with you.
0: So well said. Thank you, Valerie. That was fantastic. Thank you so much, Paula. That was Dr. Valerie Rain, author of Patriarchy Stress Disorder, The Invisible Inner Barrier to Women's Happiness and Fulfillment. If you'd like to learn more about Valerie, download a free chapter of her book, sign up for her free thriving experience, or follow her on social media. Just visit us at livehappynow.com and follow the links. That is all we have time for today. We'll meet you back here again next week for an all new episode. And until then, this is Paula Phelps reminding you to make every day a happy one.